0: Welcome to the Longest Stride Podcast. Each week, we bring you engaging conversations with the global running community. We interview community builders and leaders and the incredible runners who inspire us all. We're by runners,
1: for runners. And now, here's your hosts, Jonathan Greenwald and Andre Morgan.
0: Welcome to the Longest Stride Podcast. Most of us still remember our first bike. I do. Let's see if we could bring back some nostalgia, but also introduce you today to Christopher Maguero. Chris is the founder of the Mandem CC. He's been instrumental in bringing the community together through cycling. In summary, Chris has made it possible for all different people, levels, skills, and bike type to join him on a weekly bike ride. Welcome to the podcast, Chris.
1: Thank you for having me, Dre. It's a pleasure to be here, man.
0: Oh, man, we've been chasing down for a little bit, actually. Literally chasing it <laughs> <you> down. <laughs> it's like, we're running, you're riding. So we got we got in yeah. touch now.
2: <laughs> Trey, did you, I didn't hear anything about running in that intro. So we, no, we got well, bikes we switched now, it. huh? Yeah, Every, everyone New had a podcast, bike. podcast, who this? Oh, yeah. I like Every, this.
0: Everyone had a bike at one point, right? I think yeah.
1: You're going to have We'd to change it to do. the longest pedal stroke or something. I don't know. <laughs> the, oh, <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: No, for real. <laughs> like, like yeah, for real, like, That's we was just amazing. cruising.
2: And I tell you, like, people probably like, wait, what? But I think as we start talking to Chris and learning about Mandem, one of the things that we're going to see a lot of is the parallels to running where it's all about community. It's about building a community. And we speak to so many people about who they run with, what they're all about, and so much of what they say all comes back to community. So, you know, anytime someone's starting something up in Toronto that's about community, I mean, next week it could be the swim club, the Mandam yeah. swim club, right? So like, <laughs> it, it, you never know, right? Um, Although I did hear some things about different variations. You of never Mandam, know. So,
1: You never know. You never know.
2: So I'm super excited to learn about something a little different.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, cycling for sure. And, and Chris, welcome. So really excited about this. I think we're going to do something like we do with everybody else because I mean, that's what we do. Like growing up athletics, what was it all about? Yeah.
1: Oh man. So, uh, if I refer to myself as a natural athlete, is that tooting my own horn too much?
2: No, go for it, but you got to back it up. we got to hear what facts. Okay.
1: (laughs) I was was a natural athlete, but I, I came from a very athletic family. Uh, my older sister, if anything was my athletic inspiration. She was the a uh, recurring athlete of the year in high school, grade nine through OAC. Um, they had to make up a special award for her because she was that good, like a double letter or something, something like that. So uh, as a kid, you know, played basketball, running around, track and field was always the thing. And then um, once I got to high school, I was a captain of my football team. I played running back. Uh, I did. I continued with the track and field, uh, running sprints, did 200 meters, high jump um and then i played rugby i played rugby for the province um under 17 under 18 for a couple years before achilles messed me up a bit oh wow but yeah so i've always been into sport and then in the midst of all that team and organized sports um just growing up in scarborough um it was pretty common to get around by bicycle as a kid so that kind of uh that's my etymology from that standpoint
0: yeah, and then that makes sense because um, it seems like you've always been in a, a leadership role, um, being the captain of the team as well. And mm-hmm. th- this is the the thing that combines where you're using those skills later on to organize a group without us knowing. Jonathan and I, um, you know, read up on how the group came about, but mm-hmm. you know, what's that that story of how it be- then became a thing? You know, obviously from the A to B.
1: Yeah. So one thing I'll just piggyback of what you just said the difference between now and back then was when i was the captain on the football team or i was i was the captain on the basketball team or a rugby team it's because i was the best guy or if i wasn't the best guy i was the second best guy you know so by default it was like oh you're one of our best players and you're the captain that's pretty much just how it was it wasn't anything about oh you have amazing heart or you you demonstrate true grit christopher we're gonna make you the captain just because i was the fastest runner or I was just the most dominant in those sports. Um, so to be in a leadership uh, capacity here with the mandem stuff, uh, it was overwhelming because I'm so used to being in a lead position because of the acumen that I possess. Whereas from a cycling standpoint, you know, I ain't no shit about cycling. Right. So to start something as a joke with some friends. So here's not to answer your question. Pandemic was rough last year and it continues to be rough for, for people. And, uh, I found myself in a pretty dark place. You know, the, uh, the gyms were closed. My, my weekly basketball nights were canceled. The things I would typically do with my girlfriend at the time, like go to the movies, go out to eat, like that was taken away. And then in the midst of all that, you know, there's black people dying on TV and there's all kind of trash going on in the world. Friends around me losing their jobs. So I was just like literally going to work, coming home and eating dinner, and then just curling up into a ball on the sofa. And just scrolling twitter and just like immersing myself in all this trash and just like taking me deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and i honestly don't even remember exactly what it was that triggered the bike idea but deep in my subconscious just like over the last five years or so there's been people around me that i respect that rode bikes you know like my boy robert used to ride his bike to our basketball run on sundays from like i forgot how many clicks it was but like it was i was like whoa you rode your bike here to play ball now you're gonna ride home after like that was something that uh, resonated with me and um my other boy tony uh i was just out driving down college one day and i see this guy on a bike and i look and it's my boy and he's like 30 pounds lighter and i was like what the hell's going on this is what you do he goes yeah i ride a bike bro i get get around this is what i do and i was like damn so those two guys you know and catching them on the bike over the last four or five years is something that stuck with me so um when i randomly had this idea to get a bike to kind of navigate the pandemic I simply sent a message to my boy, Darky, one of my closest friends. I said, Hey, man, uh, you know, you had a BMX back in the day. Would you ever consider getting a bike again? And he said, Yeah. So he and I just kind of made that pledge to each other. A couple of weeks later, we both had bikes, you know, and uh, I shared a post on my Instagram. Just, I can be pretty transparent and vulnerable at times on my social media page. So I was just keeping it real with my people like, yo, I've been in a dark place, you know, things have been weird over the last few months. Um, I bought this bike though, and, um, I wrote it around the block and I felt great. I'm thinking this might be something that's gonna, you know, get me back to, you know, my normal, you know, and the comments just began to get flooded with people that I've known from public school, different jobs, sports teams, you name it. And they're like, yo, I got a bike too. We should link up. So as I'm seeing these comments coming in, like, so dead serious with you, I'm sitting where I'm sitting right now, uh, in my apartment. Only difference is I was playing call of duty. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, I was just vegging out, you know, just playing call of duty. I'm seeing these comments come in. I'm like yo, I got a bike. Darky has a bike. X Y Z, they have bikes. I'm like yo, all the Mandem have bikes. Mandem Cycling Club, as a joke, as in jest, on the like spot. just on yep. the spot. I just said it, you know, because like we we refer to ourselves as the Mandem, like you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I just said yo, the Mandem have bikes. Yo, it's a Mandem Cycling Club. And um, my ex girlfriend who was here at the time was uh like, you should do that. And I was like, Mandem Cycling Club, that's dumb. Why don't? Why would I? <laughs> Who why? Like, that's the stupidest idea. So I shoot her away, you know. She went on the balcony. She sipped her tea. Came back inside 10 minutes later and looked me dead in my face, like, blocking the screen. I'm on a kill streak, you know. And she just blocked the screen. She's like, you always have these good ideas. You're always second-guessing yourself. Uh, Open up an Instagram right now. What do you have to lose? Right? And I'm a competitive person. So you can't, like, Don't tell it. me to open an Instagram where I'm a punk, you know. So I just did it. And I decided to put up pictures, and my friends were like, yo, like, when are we going to link up type of thing? And a week later, we had our first ride. Seven of my friends from over the last 15, 20 years, plus one stranger that came that you know, Anok.
0: Yep. Oh. Yep. Yeah, early days, very early yeah. days. Yeah. Anok came
1: him. through word of mouth by himself. So we're in Morningside Park, me and my boys, and I see this one random Tamil guy, and I'm like, yo, you're here for a mandem? He's like, yeah.
0: He's <laughs> not, not your friend, like, right? from scratch. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, okay, so How'd so... you know,
1: yeah, right? I, well, he had a bike. And I was just like, it just—it was just weird, you know? Mm-hmm, and I was like, okay, expect- you'll let- yeah, I was like, let's go. So we ended up spending the next three and a half hours together, rode to Pickering and back. Oh, and um, wow. everything just kind of blossomed from there, bro. So, like, every week it just kept on going. And people just kept on following. And, like, honestly, to be where I'm at now, like, I'm not even a guy that cares about social media, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But to have an account that has over 6K followers in the span of two summers and to accomplish the things that we've done and the stuff in the community and the people that I've met and the the new friends that I've made and the friends that I've always had and how those relationships have been regalvanized from this stuff man to sell out my merch like I can go on and on about all the like blessings I received you know but like it's still surreal to me and even like to sit here now and like talk about community leadership and stuff like that like I still have a hard time referring to myself as a community leader even though I hear from like dozens of people throughout the summer you know that like look what you're doing like you're you're making a big deal or i bought a bike because of you and like you know stuff like that so i'm still adjusting but it, it, it's been a fun ride and to be on <laughs> a running po- yeah yeah and honestly to be on a running podcast is almost like full circle because the initial boom of Mandem mcc was from the running community here in toronto The groups and right stuff. because the running groups because of the covid restrictions and stuff they explicitly like restricted them from doing their thing. So like I had a lot of people that came to me from like Parkdale Roadrunners. You know, so one of my childhood friends, Courtney, I've known him since I was a kid. He was posting the man stuff on his personal Instagram and that kind of bled into like that whole community. So that first initial boom, mm-hmm. that first three or four weeks, I'd say half of the people that were coming were either from Parkdale Roadrunners or from the running community in general. And then just continued from there.
2: So first of all, being born out of the pandemic in itself, it's, it's not surprising because I think at the you know, time and even still now, I guess not so much now because restrictions are loosening and everything, but back then it's like, what can we do? Let's, can we go here? Nope. Can't go there. Could we do that? Nope. Can't do this. Can we go? Could we ball? Like, nope. Court's closed. Everything's closed. What can we do? You could run, like you could run outside. They weren't stopping by anyone or giving it any... <laughs> solo. So, well, yeah, for a while, but even, even still, they were like they went in phases of like you could run with people, not people. No matter mm-hmm. what, people were still like trying. You know, they're trying to get done. What else could you do? Well, I'm gonna let's ride a bike. Like grab a bike, right? So even like yeah, I know there were certain points, Chris, where like you really couldn't be with people, but mm-hmm. there were a great deal of time where you could be with people. So it's like. Yeah. I can go be with people that are running as part of the community or I'm gonna start another community, which is cycling. Yeah, it's crazy what the pandemic has done to us, but it's also amazing what it's brought out in us because some of the things that are happening, like Mandem and so many of the run crews that are happening and I know the running podcast, but let's just go back to Mandem. So what you've built in a short time, it's amazing because people are like dying for something, right? They needed something and you created that for them. So I think that's really special. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, don't take away from the fact that
0: um, you're a community leader or even uh, be so modest about it because I believe you inviting two other person makes you a community leader in in that (laughs) sense. You you know, you could have selfishly got yourself out of the rut and went on a solo ride yourself. And sure. uh, just, you know, with your buddy Darkie, you could just be you both and never open it up because I'm sure others have done that but never thought of opening it up to the less able or just mm-hmm. saying to a stranger like, okay, you come along with us, right? Yeah. So, you know, you're doing the thing. So you are a community leader. So uh, take that title and run with it because in reality your group spun up other groups as well and then um they're inspired by you you might not even hear it directly or see it directly um just as you said some people are inspired to buy bikes yeah and and literally it was it's almost such a simple formula but you made it happen, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because we all have this uh, innate ability to shoot ourselves in the leg sometimes. But um, uh, kudos on you for even coming out of a rut uh, because you could have um, gone the other way and, you know, yeah, play sure. more games. <laughs> you yeah, know? So, sure. yeah. So uh, it's a great thing from um, this uh, this podcast spun from pandemic. So there are okay. things that, yeah, we, Jonathan and I, we had more time on our hands, so we were able to have conversations with individuals that then had time to s- sit at home and even have time to to jump on a few minutes with us because that would have not happened organically because that gotcha. person would have uh, gone through their day-to-day, right? But again, we're seeing you know less of the availabilities going on right now. But uh, yeah, so going back to um, most of the, the things that we were talking about and checking off lists of community, this is why Jonathan and I still need to speak with you because There's a lot of parallels, as Jonathan said earlier, that works with run groups and groups in the the cycle uh, community. One of the questions I want to ask, in your opinion, um, what would maybe three things that is a formula that has kept this group successful and and you've learned to make it and keep it successful without diving in too deep?
1: Yeah, I think number one is I've been very transparent with the fact that I'm not an expert cyclist and that I'm just a guy that just picked up a bike and I'm going outside. And if you want to roll, you can roll. So just being that transparent, you know, made it easier for people to even want to like be a part of it because they didn't feel like they were joining a crew that was already established and people had a certain level of knowledge and you know, that, that intimidation factor can exist there, you know? So the fact that I was very clear and open about that and even documented some of my mistakes and learnings throughout the journey, I think that made it very relatable for a lot of people who are also getting into cycling at the same time. Secondly, both cycling clubs have a lot of barriers to entry so the typical cycling club that you might find here in toronto they're riding for performance they have road bikes you have to have a kit you might have to even get a license to be a part of their group and um for someone who's just starting that could be a pretty serious undertaking not even just financially but even just from a capability standpoint um whereas i didn't care about any of that stuff like i'm not charging anybody to come outside or to participate um, I don't have any um uniform requirements and I don't care how fast or how slow you are. So that's been another factor there. And lastly, this is something that people have told me is that and this is like something that I just stumbled upon is that in the cycling community in particular, there isn't a lot of groups that are led by like non-white, right? Especially a black guy, you know, especially a black guy from Scarborough, right? So I put my own sauce on it. And that's why when I see other clubs pop up, like I'm happy to see it. I don't view them as competition because you can't compete with me being me, Mm-mm. right? Like I'm very confident in who I am, my upbringing, um, the music that I listen to, like my style, et cetera, et cetera, right? So, and I'm, I've am i always been a very personable person just from, again, growing up in Scarborough and the different sports that I've played, places that I've worked. I have friends of all different backgrounds, religions, creed, et cetera, you know, sexual orientation, gender. I'm pretty easy to get along with. So I think um, letting myself shine through the, uh you know, that story and I'm letting people know that I'm pretty chill. Like you don't have to worry about the typical things you'd worry about joining an organization or joining a cycling club for that matter. Made it very easy and very digestible for people to participate. So that's how I look at it.
2: Chris, you it, this is about the community, right? Like same thing mm-hmm. with running. And yeah, there are a few run crews out there that they have requirements or they're run crews, but they're actually part of coaching groups, right? So you don't technically kind of just run with them. They're part of a coach, coaching service and they might have drop-ins and stuff like that. But them, and I have to imagine when you kind of going through this, is about community, right? Mm-hmm. And community is everybody. It's shapes, sizes, colors, every religion. It's It doesn't matter. The only thing you need is two wheels and that's yeah. it. It doesn't matter. Bring yourself and bring your bike and that's it. And then people start realizing that there's a space for them. Cause I think if you go into it thinking I'm going to create this space and it's got all these like nuances of like what's required. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you certainly could do that, but like, what are you getting out of it? Right. Right. When you say, I'm going to tap into the community because I know that I need this, they need this. And it doesn't start with like, I need this. My friends need this. And Mm -hmm. then you start realizing, like an comes and others. It's like, okay, now I see other people need this. It becomes bigger than, bigger than you, bigger than darky, bigger than then your. It's 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 really a community thing. Mm -hmm. So
1: that's exactly what happened. Yeah,
2: that's super dope.
1: But just to piggyback on what Jonathan said, I started this for my brethrens. Like this is for this was for me and my boys. Yeah, I didn't do a some analysis of what was happening here in the city from a cycling club standpoint. I wanted this to be something for me and my boys. And I created the Instagram just to, I'm sure there'd be funny moments that we could capture and catch some pictures of some people on the ground dying or whatever. Like I figured it would just be a joke thing for us, right? And as week after week, as things transpired is when I start to remember like how deep I'm connected in the city and how many people I actually know and how many friends of friends I have. And if I were to really look at the web that I have just from existing here for so long, I'm pretty connected and I've never ever had a need to tap into it. But even with mandem, I never had to intentionally tap into it. It just kind of unraveled on its own. So, you know, when I have a 50-year-old French woman come out or older, like Middle Eastern man or like people that I would never link up with on a Friday and go <laughs> eat wings with, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. they were coming to check us. Yeah. Right. And so and, and, that, and after moments like that and, and the night's over and just me and my boys and they're like yo did you see that man came by himself and he had the chariot on his bike did you see that did you see that old lady that came like like, with the folding bike she came from like we we were like blown away that so many different people were like embracing it so at that point i was like yo let's just keep it going and yeah that's I, i actually had to have like a chat with some of my boys when i realized the direction where it was going because dre you'll understand this jonathan you you may or may not understand this but Growing up in the Black community, there's a lot of barriers that we put around ourselves in terms of what's right, what's wrong, what kind of people we can connect with, what kind of people we condemn, you know? I've been fortunate enough to release myself from those shackles a long time ago, yes. but some of the people around me haven't had that luxury, mm-hmm. right? So when I have gay people and non-binary people come to my rides, like, I have to tell my boys, Yo, oh, listen this is the drip. This is what's going on right now. Like you don't have to ride with me. Yep. Right. And I'm not going to, if you don't want to roll because you're seeing things or you're around people that you typically want to be around, that's your call. You know what I'm saying? But like, I'm not messing with the integrity of what I have. Like it, it's, this, this is a beautiful thing and people are embracing it. And luckily for me, all of my dogs were like, yo, let's go. Like we're doing this. You know, like I didn't, like, I didn't lose anybody. Like all of my brethrens are like they're bought in Yep. And and more and more continue to buy in. Right. So, but yeah, like that was that was something that, that had to be addressed early, you know, yes. because I didn't want to deal with that perception issue that, oh, these guys sit there for everybody. But I came and I felt uncomfortable or mm-hmm. I came and I heard something like that or whatever. Right. So. But yeah, it, again, it was for my boys, for us to have fun. It turned into a bigger thing and I could have easily said no, you know, been yeah. like, no, nah, this is this, it's not that kind of party. But it was, it was just too real. You know, it was just like something like the, people are like, yo, I've never seen this in the city before. You know, people have been riding their bike here for years, decades, been like, I've never seen what you're doing, you know? So that just gave me even more incentive to just let the, let things, uh, unfold as they may.
2: I just, Dre, I know you're going to say something, but I got before I lose my thought, Chris, when you started, you told us that you were a leader because you were the best or second best.
1: Yeah. And yeah.
2: everything you just said had nothing to do with you being the best. It had to nothing. do with you being a leader. Mm-hmm. So, right. How does it tell me about this, Chris? How does it go from I was the best in football, the best in sports, and I was a leader because of that? To then there's this like level of maturity now. It's like, I don't care who you are, you're Mm -hmm. riding with us, right? You're welcome. Everyone's welcome. And the way you kind of go through that and kind of set the tone, that's what a leader does. So Mm -hmm. that's why you're so successful. So I know we're putting you on the spot, making you think about this, but when you go through this, you're setting up the guiding principles and how you want everyone to operate, and it happens from the top down, right? Mm. So, what has been everything that Mandem's about? Like, what's been? I know you spoke about it, like, but what does it mean to you?
1: Just respect, man. Respect. Respect. And and that's been something that's been embedded in us, like our friendships, like my boys. It's always been about just, just move with respect. You know, like you don't try to holler at your your homeboy's ex. You don't steal money from someone or borrow money and then don't pay it back. Like we, we just move in a, in a certain manner. And mm-hmm. when it came to the Mandem stuff, again, I was thrusted into this position by fluke. And when I think about myself as a leader, like I've worked at different companies in a leadership capacity. And again, that goes back to me being the guy for the job or whatever. And it wasn't even until last summer where I really tapped into the fact that I'm a very personable person and I have the ability to worker room that some of my boys don't have that that skill that gift of gab like i'm i'm a smooth talker i'm a smooth talker right and i know that and i know that because of the places where i've worked and the the experiences that, I, that i've had that i've been able to rub shoulders with different people from different countries and build rapport with them and that's always been something i've just been naturally good at so i guess in that sense i am amongst my friends i'm probably the best at doing that or one of the best at doing that which is perfect for what, what's happening here with Mandem. But from a bike standpoint, you know, I didn't know too much. So just being respectful of that. And again, there's been people that have been have come to my rides and have shown me love. And they've been riding their bikes way longer than me.
0: Mm.
1: Way, like, way, way longer <laughs> than me. Yeah. But they but they show me love because they see what's happening. And some of them even told me straight up, like, I've been trying to figure out a way to make my club more diverse. I've been thinking of how I could do certain things. But like if you haven't walked the path that I've walked, it's gonna be hard for you to have that that lens that I have of how to attract, or not even just attract, but how to connect with people from different walks of life, you know? So my boys, black guys, they have black friends. They only have black friends. They, they have no interest in having friends of other races or backgrounds or whatever. And again, that's fine, mm-hmm. but I can't have conversations with them about the stuff that I'm doing because they, they box themselves into this room of like, just, I hate to call it ignorance, but yeah, it's, it's somewhat ignorance, right? Whereas myself, I grew up in a white neighborhood I was in French immersion. I went to a very culturally dense school, um, high school. I traveled playing sports. I've had, again, Tamil friends, Macedonians, the Greeks, you name it, I can say a word in almost all those languages just because I'm building rapport with people, right? And that's put me in a position where I, I can just continue to do that on a very effortless basis. So someone who doesn't even see the value in having friends of different backgrounds is not really gonna understand how I approach things or why I'm making exceptions to I don't want to say the word allow, but to continue to let things evolve organically. You know, it's, it's not something that a lot of people are, are able to understand. So when I talk to some of these guys from these cycling clubs and, and it's like 99% white guys, and you might have one or two Asian guys or a brown guy, right? You don't have the life experience to connect with black people to get more in your club. You don't have any black friends. So of course you're going to struggle with that idea of how do I mix up my crew? Because you don't have that mix in your life already. I've always had that mix, mm-hmm. right? So yesterday, when I have a ride and it's fifty kilometers, and I have white guys, I have Filipino guys, I have a Tamil guy, I got a Middle Eastern woman, I got white girls, I got I got everybody. That's a reflection of just my upbringing and my friendships mm-hmm. and the people that I've met in my life. So I don't even have to think about a diversity and inclusion because I, I I live through diversity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've just been very lucky that I've I've been exposed to that, but. Again, people that don't have that kind of exposure, when it comes time to them to actually push that button, they don't know what the fuck to do. That's why lots of lots of these companies that like are like super white in their upper management stuff like that. And They're thinking about, oh, we need to get black people, get black voices in here. Like, you don't even know any black people, so how are you going to do that? So you hire a token just to save face for for optics, but you're not really about making any changes. You're just doing it because you don't want to get the backlash that you're not moving in the right way. You know. So I'm just very lucky that my life has led me to this position where all of those relationships and all those friendships that I've had have groomed me for what's happening right now. And I've been able to navigate it aside from the time management, which is a whole different conversation. But uh, <laughs> but from like a relationship standpoint and community standpoint, I, I'm, it's very easy for me. And like my boys haven't really, they, they know how I've came up, but they haven't seen it. So like when I'm having a ride, there's like a hundred bikes up there and there's so much background. I'm saying hi to everybody. And my boys are like, yo, I've never seen you like work a room like that. I didn't know you uh-huh. had that skill like the, you know i was in french immersion but you didn't know i had the confidence to walk up to a lady who had a french on her shirt and start chopping it up with her in french they've never seen it right so again i've just been very lucky that all those experiences have prepared me for all this stuff happening right now
0: man it it, it all comes together doesn't it <laughs> full circle man full cir- it, it yeah. all comes together and you mentioned at the early early part of the show that uh, you're very candid and i appreciate that and we see why that's important because you're speaking it as is. And that's what would not get this conversation out because some people would not mention even a color, you know what I mean? So you just being candid, saying it as is because we know it, but we may not say anything, you know, and us not accessing certain spaces is because we shoot ourselves in the leg too a lot of times to not want to say hi to someone that doesn't look like us. So um, you're bridging that gap and and I really, really appreciate you. And I I think being able to um, see it yourself makes it easier for you to continue and and even on a bigger scale, you know, we, we see here that even now, you're on you're a board member of CycleTO, which yeah. speaks volume because now you can help make those decisions in, in this space. So it it didn't just become where it's just you and your boys anymore. I'm sure they're all they're all inspired by you now. Just as you said, you work a room, but I, I think the other bit of that is. Man, you just literally just talk that person and not know who they are all off the bat, while they would have needed like a, a soft introduction to then, um, you know, accept that person to knowing that hey, they go through the same struggles too uh, as you. But uh, I'm happy you're in that position to be able to give some insights. You know, uh, I'm sure we all want to be cyclists too, but we may not have the fancy bikes and stuff like that. I just think it's just not a pastime for us. You know, Our da- my dad didn't cycle. You know, so <laughs> I-, I think that's what's uh, facing a lot of us. You know, if we didn't have people that camp, so we don't know about camping. So if you that mixed with Bro, different, I wanted people, to
1: go to Cubs. I wanted to go to boy scouts and, sh- and all that stuff you know what i'm saying but like none of my dogs were going to cubs no, so i was like, oh, like i'm not we, going to cubs okay yeah, like, we all know? seen the sandlot we all seen like <laughs> yeah
0: yeah we're inspired by it. but yeah no t- so totally candid and if jg you have a question you could always jump in uh I, I, i'm just soaking this up right now because outside <laughs> looking in we see it and in the fact that you're still seeing that and hearing it from people and taking that feedback because you could have just been like yeah i run this and call it but you absorb it like a sponge and then still pick the right pieces and able to implement it as what the, the actual um, success of it is. Because the, the wrong people that came about, I'm sure they came and they float off the top and then get skimmed across because they weren't the right fit. I'm sure that just comes because everyone else is like, what, you don't like this type? All right, well, you're not going to come back naturally.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it's been a gateway. It's like a lot of it. like, again, as much as I talk about the other clubs, I'm not... I'm cool with them, so I'm not attacking them when I say your crew's ninety nine percent white. They know it. I'm not like saying that as a diss to them, you know? No,
0: and they're looking for ways. They're looking for ways. And yeah. this is it. Because I'm sure people that were riding with you early got better at cycling now. So they could go join yeah. those group now. The drop they group. have.
1: Yeah, right. So they it's have. faster. Like, I miss I miss there's some of my <laughs> friends that I dearly miss right now. I'm not going to lie they're all, they're because last cycling. year, last year, they are a beginner and they had the little super cycle yeah. and then they went and spent 1,500, two grand and got a road bike and I don't see you, but I see you, you're going to Niagara <laughs> with this guy though. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, what about to the casual ride? <laughs> right. So it's like, I, I understand that. So, right? so it's like, I'm a very competitive person as well. So don't get twisted. Like when I'm not doing a mandem <laughs> ride, like I'm we're going, cool. I'm going to Collingwood, I'm going out of town. I'm doing, I'm going on those missions. Cause I like that challenge. I like the adventure. Right. Yeah. But not everybody's built for that. So when I see some of my boys who came as like the beginner stage, I know they're... and I've seen them turn into an enthusiast. Yeah. Right. They got the and, kit. You know, <laughs> they, right? And now they're going with the other club and the other club has a yes. kid and they're rocking the kit. Like yes. I'm not even upset. No, that's perfect, right? I like that.
2: It's like when someone wins a Super Bowl and they interviewed the a high school coach. It's like <laughs> high school was like a hundred years ago, a hundred years ago. But that's what it is. <sighs> it's like they all started somewhere, right? They all started right. somewhere. And they may be doing like amazing things, but you know, for a lot of them, they're going to be remembering like their grassroots, like where it yeah, started, yeah. right? It comes so, right yeah. back to that. Yeah, yep. Chris, I don't want to glaze over this because you are <laughs> the director on a cycle TO board representing yeah, So you created yeah, this thing with a few of your friends and now you get invited to the board. So mm. what's the input that you're bringing there? Like, what are you adding to this? Is it about, Hey, let's create a space for more crews. Like, is it inclusivity? Like, what do you bring to the table there?
1: So as of right now, um, I've only joined the board as of this spring. So I'm in my first year and me personally, like whether it's a job or, you know, I, I don't like to come in and like stamp and be like, okay, I'm here now, to do X, Y, Z. I like to observe. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm just taking it in. I've never worked on a board before. I've never been a part of a nonprofit before. I've never been a part of any uh, advocacy or anything like that before. Um, I am on the board of directors. Um, I'm also on the advocacy committee and I'm also on the anti-oppression committee with them. So Perfect. I'm just taking it in and I'm understanding like what the challenges are, what they're navigating and you know, probably in 2022, because it's a three-year term, right? So more than likely next year when I have a better understanding of the dynamics of the organization and I understand where they're trying to go, I'll be a bit more comfortable to give my input. But as of right now, I'm just listening, to be honest with you. Smart. I'm just listening. I'm observing. I'm, I'm participating. If they want to use Mandem or use my platform in some way and it doesn't feel like it's a conflict, I'll do it. But yeah, it's just been an introductory phase at this point. But I am looking forward to the future because I would like to offer some of my sauce to them. You know, I do have some (laughs) sauce that I'm sure that could help, you know, add some fun or excitement or style to what they've been doing with their programming. But as of now, um, I'm still in that observation mode.
0: That's super smart. I think that's, that's perfect at, you know. Uh, just being able to uh, know exactly um, where you can fit in because you could say stuff that they've already been doing but it's not you know it's you you don't know what you don't know so
1: and i know that i have influence too right mm-hmm. so i didn't want to go in there and be like you guys should listen to me because i got this <laughs> much followers and when i put a bike ride out in the city i get 70 to 80 bikes outside so you got you know i didn't want to flex on them like they've been doing their thing so I I just want to really deal with it from a again with respect. Yep. Let's learn. You guys teach me what the deal is, and then if you guys want to talk about ways to engage with people or ways to make things more fun or make things more rewarding or whatever, then I have some sauce for you.
0: That's totally dope because it's the just the idea of um, learning. Let's learn it on the spot and, and kind of keep that going. We were talking about the spinoffs earlier, and you know you mentioned it's no competition, which is you know, I'm sure they all want to hear this because it, yeah. it shouldn't be ever be a competition because I'm sure they out of uh being inspired by the group or being influenced by the group, is that they made it for based on location, maybe based on gender only, but they took away uh the template and kind of apply to their well-being you know maybe it's uh super religious but that's such a a thing and i'm i'm sure uh you've heard it seen it and everything like that but that's just kudos right off the bat to be able to spin some off and everyone's still welcoming and inviting you know uh gal them um collective you know cycling yep. collective so you know they still come out to your crew as well so it's not like yeah. there's no ownership or or, or competing about group sizes or anything like that, which is great, you know, unlike the running community sometimes. <laughs> it's like, don't yeah. run over there and stuff like that. But I love it. I just want to give more power to it to show that um, it didn't matter where you, you created a uh, something uh, that spun off. It was never competition for you.
1: No. And one thing that a little nugget of uh, knowledge that I was given early on was to be cognizant of what type of movement I'm creating. Because some of the people, that again, that joined me came from the running community and have seen running crews go through different morphs or different changes based on things that are happening. So for example, a running crew could have started off as a super casual and then it grew. And then some people in there, you know, maybe they want to compete or they want to run marathons and the training got a bit more intense and it kind of created a gap between The ones who are running for performance versus the ones who just run a run and go get a beer type of thing so there's competition versus casual you know and once i heard and i heard that story about a couple of clubs from reputable sources as well so when i'm hearing this from them that i put my foot down off the rip and i said man mcc we're never racing we're never gonna race we're never gonna compete right you're only gonna compete with yourself yeah compete with yourself if you want to race I know a lot of guys I can hook you up with. If you want to be that guy, if you want to be in the matching kit, like even that from like the Jersey standpoint, I've been approached by Castelli, Prolozumi. I can go on and on about making a cycling Jersey. and I I explicitly said no, because I don't want to be out there. Matchy, matchy.
0: I need a person that doesn't have it. Then they feel out.
1: Right. The reason why people are attracted to it, because it, it literally looks like a bunch of kids on bikes, like back in the day. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's awesome. right. Yep.
1: Right. When you were a kid riding your bike. Like, you might have had a BMX. Your one boy might have had a vintage rally road bike. Another friend might have had a mountain bike or whatever, whatever. But, like, you weren't thinking about what kind of bike the person has. You weren't thinking about what they were wearing either, you know? So I'm like, yo, we're not making a jersey. We're not making... Anybody have to ride a certain speed or anything like that, or to just come outside and then everything else will take, will take shape. And I did not want to have any competition and just kept it fun and light and just made it about like the city's culture, you know, like this past week and we went for a ride in eight patties and like people loved it. It was so random, you know, like food events, like the culture music, like that's just what I'm doing. And there's been some other clubs that have popped up and I've had people explicitly like send me a DM and like, Oh, look at this club they're making flyers and putting hip-hop music on their instagram now i wonder where they got that idea and i'm like listen like it
0: yeah <laughs> i'm not the first person to put a picture on yeah. their
1: instagram with a rap song yeah. in the background it,
0: it just yeah and i'm sure you get so many uh, crazy stuff <laughs> yeah a lot right yeah.
1: but it's like even if there is a new crew that was inspired by mandem and Go you start up and you're doing your own thing Go like for it. i think the more the better yes Yes. I think because you're giving people more options. And there's people that I met who were riding with me all last summer, again, who I, I didn't really see too much this summer. And it's because they've achieved a certain level in their cycling journey and they need more. I'm not giving you that with my organization, but I know a guy or I know a woman. Go go get that action with them. Go ride 100 kilometers with them and wear the jersey and ride at a certain pace and train and all that stuff. Like There's lots of options out there, right? And I just didn't want to compromise what I'm doing for that like i i just ride casual so i'm keeping it casual like i have jerseys that i wear when i'm going to niagara and stuff but i don't want to be out there matching 80 people it's super smart
2: super
0: smart because it then becomes it be, then becomes, it a becomes thing that, that, thing. that thing yeah, yeah you, you kind of didn't want to have where oh yeah i jersey. didn't want to
1: have but like it becomes that thing that Intimidates people from wanting to join in the first place. Got it. As much as I have the clout, I could do it. But like if I the minute I cross that line, I can't go back. Yeah, anybody can.
2: (laughs) It goes for anything though, Chris. It goes for running. It goes for like it goes for anything, any club, like anything you create, there's something out there for everybody. And there's gonna be people out there that cycle that wanna like grind two, three hundred kilometers There's people that wanna race. There's people that wanna go like the hidden talents, whatever it's called. And there's people that wanna like Hurls, whatever they want to do like crazy things they i'm that you.
1: guy mm-hmm. right
2: but you're that guy but like so you create something right and you create it with a certain spice and then you know mm-hmm. what the next person's going to put a different kind of spice and then the next person's going to do a different kind of spice they're all different dishes and everyone's going to like pick and choose and they're going to go to different kind of it's like going to a different kind of restaurant and you exactly. want to try... try something different today i'm going to move for sushi tomorrow it's going to be you know something else that's what it is. Like, this is what is so special about the community is that I'm just going to go back to running. I'm a runner. I can only run in Midtown Toronto. Okay. I know that there's some crews out here. Well, you know what? I want to join a crew that they meet on Sundays because I can't run on Saturdays. I want to join a crew that yeah, yeah, someone is going to be faster than me. So I want to be faster. Or I want to, I want to, I want to join a run crew that runs to brunch. Cause I like brunch. There's something out there for everybody. You created yep. this, you made it yours, your crew made it yours. Yep. And now don't you've got this it. beautiful thing that you don't even don't mess with the ingredients. And <laughs> yep. it's perfect. Mm-hmm. When people show sauce. up, they show their own, <laughs> the <sauce. laughs> they show up with their own sense of style and, and they bring who they are and they don't have to bring anything else, but that and their bike. And that's all you need sometimes. And you know what? this there's room for every type of club and every crew to do for sure. anything that they want. And that's the beauty of it. So like, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's imitation is the highest form of flattery, yep. but I think the reality is, is that people now look at you to say, I didn't even realize you can create a cycle club and have people kind of come out and share this mm-hmm. love of mm-hmm. like just cycling around the neighborhood. And now other people want to do it. I, I personally, I mean, That's I would exciting. look at that as like the most flattering yeah. thing to yeah. know that it's people like right, do something like that.
1: Which is great. I've had people message me and tell me straight up, like, yo, I started this club because of you. Yep.
2: That's awesome.
1: I'm like, God damn. Yeah, I know. Chris, right?
2: <laughs> one thing, Ducky killed it on that logo he like that is ridiculous (laughs) nothing says community more than that yeah so like i think i I mean before you guys blew up you might i think you had that in your instagram before you guys even blew up early before the blow up yeah and i think chris people started sharing this i remember i was DMing you guys when you had like 200 followers i was like oh you guys good luck and stuff but the thing is like all that vision and all that kind of stuff was already happening, and mm-hmm. you guys were getting big before you even probably had ten bikes on the road. Yeah, and it's, a, it's kind of amazing.
1: During COVID, like like me and my boys, we dap already. But during COVID, I'm meeting new people. I'm not shaking your hand. So yo, you could take a fist though.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> know, right? Yeah, you could get that. Yeah, you can have that. So, so it with works. Dar- with
1: Darkie and I, yeah. yeah. So with Darky and I started to have conversations about the logo. Like my simple minded self, I'm like, yo, how about we get like something with a bike wheel and do something. Simpl- na, na, yeah. And, literal, and, very and, literal. And he was like, nah, then so kudos to him. Cause he was like, nah, I really think the, the fist bump needs to be involved. And I was like, I don't know how you're gonna do it, but yeah, knock yourself way. But he's out. the Somebody guy, though. That draft. But
0: he's the guy, though, right? He, he, yeah, that's his. That's his experts' expertise. When yeah. <laughs> he
1: said that, I was
2: like, "Whoa!" Wow, it blew up. It's it's next level. It's that's ridiculous. awesome.
0: And I think um, I'm sure you've had so many opportunities and people that came out of woodwork to help um, brands, companies, and stuff like that. And and um, it seems like you you're able to determine what make sense and not just chase down uh, a brand because they're a brand or chase down the opportunity because it was just presented to you so what's your process there if a brand wants to approach you and how they could and if you don't have to give me too much detail and to make it or make it organic but make it real
1: yeah you just reminded me because there's an opportunity i mean i guess it might be on the table still i don't know but there was one that was like super sick, and I was like so gassed that they even wanted to work with me and excited I kind of go I kind of ghosted them just because I didn't want to say no, but I didn't want to say yes either, but your I just kind decisions. of ghosted them kinda of, I kind of took the coward route with the ghosting to be honest, but for me personally i I just again, I don't want to mess with the sauce, right, so don't mess with the sauce so at the end of the day, we're a bunch of just regular people that have bikes, and I just said like you know what this is an extension of me. What do i like so i like food i like uh good scenery good energy good environments i like music etc so for example when i met up with rosie's burgers who's like the unofficial official burger of mandem i met them last summer this is right around the time when we were starting to get a bit more confidence to start going a little bit more than 20 or 30 kilometers and um we had the idea to go out to pour credit to this burger spot called rosie's and I remember i was standing in the middle of high park and i picked up the phone i called them and i said hey i'm coming there with, with my bike club we're about 20 deep just be ready it will be there in an hour yeah
0: patty's gotta right? be ready
1: <laughs> yeah and they and they and at that point they had just opened they've been open for like a month and so this is again a restaurant that opened during the pandemic and they were open for a couple of months at that point and i show up there um on a random saturday or sunday afternoon with like 20 plus hungry mouths and they were so appreciative of that and to this day, the owner and I are like, we're really cool. So to like the point where I got him to bring his grill to Pickering and cook for us. Like, those are the things that people enjoy. Like, yo, listen, we're going to do a bike ride. We're going to get there. And then when we get there, there's burgers or like this past Saturday, yo, we're going to meet at the Bentway. We're going to ride up to Eglinton West and we're going to eat patties. patties. Yep. And because I, because I wanted a fucking patty. Yeah, like yeah. it wasn't because I was thinking about <laughs> strategic like strategic this and that. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> like the minute I put out to the community, I'm like, Hey, what kind of food do you guys like? on a survey monkey or something, it's going to be too much for me to favor everybody. So I'm like, listen, this is what we're doing. And when I stay solid on that and let and say, listen, my friends and I are doing this. Yeah,
0: if you do down, you don't.
1: If you want to roll, roll. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to roll, see you next time. But it's like people pick And again, different restaurants, people can pick and choose if the menu changes week to week. You come with the week that you like. And then if I don't see you the next week. That's cool. You'll be back later on. So I just kind of kept it real honest and true to like what we're doing and what I enjoy. And not so much get caught up in the allure of you know the Mandem logo next to like this big logo because it's a big company and this looks like I'm official and this makes me look like I'm a big deal type of thing because I've been around that before you know I've seen I've seen stuff like that before and it's not when it's not organic it's not really going to be fruitful so I didn't want to be a part of it so I've intentionally like not replied to emails or said no to certain things because it didn't fit the format or didn't fit like what I'm about and luckily for me there's a lot of people that share those simple and basic interest. And that's kind of created a lot of those um, good moments that we've had so far.
0: It helps, man. That, you know, JG, even you mentioned here that um it features a lot of local uh, family mom and pop businesses, and they're the mm-hmm. one that needs the like, help. They're the ones yeah. that need the people. So that's like criteria alone um, makes it that much more interesting.
1: Yeah. And even after this past weekend, you know, we went to Eglinton West. So if you're familiar with that part of town, you know, Little Jamaica, if that's even the official name anymore. But like that's a neighborhood that it needs love. It's on the brink of possibly we're not gonna have it anymore. Possibly, you know, it's so, by
2: Oakwood over there. Yeah,
1: um, that whole stretch. Yep. So Oakwood up to Keel or down to West Weston, like that whole stretch. You know, like lots of local family-owned restaurants and businesses that are there. So
2: barbershops, yeah,
1: barbershops, you name it, right. So when we I, I mean, we go up there, thirty bikes deep, and give them a spike in patty sales, at tenels and then ride another two kilometers east on Eglinton and then go to Randy's and buy another couple dozen patties. It's like, they appreciated that present. Like they never had that kind of energy. They never had 30 people just come to see them for a reason, you know? Destination. So they, so they appreciate that. And then the best part is again, because of the diversity of our crew, it's not like I'm just going up there with a bunch of black people, you know, these are people that have never been on that part of town.
0: Yeah. That's been never, ne- to right. It. Yep.
1: They've never been to that part of town. They've never had a patty at Tenell's. They never had a Randy's patty, and I brought that to them to the point where now they're taking an extra dozen to put on the cargo on their bike to take <laughs> home.
0: Yeah, that's so amazing. Yeah.
1: So stuff. So stuff like that. So like after that last experience, and again the stuff with the rosies, just maybe be a bit more cognizant of those kinds of of opportunities mm-hmm. to maybe reach out to a restaurant Let that like know. somebody might might recommend, like hey, you know this person might be struggling or they could use whatever whatever or 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 they're black owned or whatever the case may be. And then, bro, I just picked up the phone, like, listen, I'm Christopher McGarroll. I'm Mandem Cycling Club. I, I want to come eat there. It could be 30 to 40 people. Like, I'm not asking for a discount. No, we are just going to go. Right? J- just accommodate us. Just know that we're going to come there. We're going to bring some energy to your restaurant for the next couple of hours. You're going to get some social media shine. Um, we're going to buy your food. We're going to eat it. You're going to, people are going to show you love on Instagram. You know, if you want to give me a free patty, I'll take it. But I don't need I don't need a <laughs> yeah, right, but yeah, like, yeah. But, you're, right, but like you gonna get a
0: few anyways. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome.
1: I'm not doing it so that I get a free meal. Like I'm just trying to give our community like uh an event-based ride because we've had so many rides where like, hey, we're gonna start at the bridge and then we're gonna ride to Brickworks, and then you ride to Brickworks, but then there's nothing there. We're just it's just a stop point. To yeah, take a break, destination. Drink some water. You know, it's a destination, but there's nothing really there waiting for us. Right. So now when I'm able to be like, hey, listen, we're doing this right. And when we get there, there's going to be X there for you. Yep. There's much more incentive. True.
2: Chris, I want to, I want to build on kind of like your altruism and giving back and stuff like that. You did at one point and let's talk about running again. We mm-hmm. did a little thing with the kickback. A little uh, yeah. workout with, with Jordan, right? What like yeah? What a special young man. What what was that about?
1: So I met Jordan last year through Kickback. So again, this is all again through Anouk, who's beyond his years for a young guy, very active in the community. He invited me to uh, a little Kickback hang. They had, they were just randomly in a park on King Street, just hanging out with a bunch of kids, eating cops donuts and just they they I think they ran a five k or something, and then they were in the park hanging out. And then he was like, hey, if you're out for a ride, just swing by here and come come check us. I said, okay. So I swung by and I met Jordan there. And I've been hearing about this Jordan kid for a long time. So to meet him for the first time and to see like, okay, this kid is special. And it's not special because he has Down syndrome, but like he he's actually has like a fluorescent aura around him. Like he's like a legit light, you know what I'm saying? So um, after that meeting, a couple months later when I got introduced to Jamal Berger, who, who's one of the top dogs there over at kickback. And he was like, Hey, Jordan is really into bikes. And we're thinking about doing a, a fundraiser for him around the bikes. And it only makes sense that man, MCC uh, is a part of it. I was like, yo, sign me up. Like, let's go.
0: That's awesome.
1: Let's do it. Let's do it. You know? So we did that last year, raised some money for him for a speech therapy and stuff like that. And I literally bumped into him at Trillium park yesterday. Oh, wow. no, I went there. Cause I had the ride, the 50 K and then, um, Dre, you know, Melissa, RMT.
2: Yeah.
1: Dalton. Melissa. Right. So she was like, Hey, do you want to do like a yoga mobility thing to end the summer on Sunday night at Trillium? I was like, yo, let's go. So about 10 of us were at Trillium. Ran, I'm barefoot in the grass doing yoga. And Jordan rides by on his bike with his sister. Chilling.
0: Oh, man. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And I'm talking to the guy and like how he is now compared to how he was last year is night and day it's all working like it's right so the therapy that he's doing and the speech therapy and the music whatever whatever it is that they're doing over it's there working. with him it's working right because i saw him writing and i said i said yo jordan right and he's like yo chris yeah yeah like <laughs> last right like last year he didn't have that you know what i'm saying so he's like hey what's up man Da-da-da. i'm talking to him and his sister and like his sister and i are talking and then he's interjecting he's like hey ask abby about the party and like he like his mannerisms and his confidence and Everything. like all that stuff wow. like i'm seeing it you know what i'm saying so to know that i low-key contributed to help him get that and then do it again this year for him and two other kids as well it's a blessing man so like and that doesn't mess with the sauce no
0: don't mess that with just the adds, sauce. That,
1: that adds to it that's, that's it. that adds to it if anything those you know so sauce. so those rides have been good and like i've been very fortunate enough to form a nice uh friendship with him and his sisters um his mom you know, and they're Haitian and I speak French. So I go over there we talk French. It's fun, you know, so Some Creole. it's a, yeah. So it's a good, it's a good, uh, connection that I have with them. I'm very appreciative of that for sure. So very lucky to do it. Yeah.
0: It's crazy. That two, is
1: two years. Mm-hmm. And more than likely it'll be a recurring thing that we do every summer now, so get it done um definitely definitely a highlight on my summer this year for sure
0: that's awesome I think um it that was meant to happen, yeah, it just at timing because yeah perfect you know, it, was,
1: it was perfect, yeah
0: West and East End was doing stuff, and it's like, well, we'll just bring it together and exactly can't go wrong with that and uh some there are some um group things that happen, but one of the thing that stands out if you're not in the group and they're riding by,
1: you get. Gonna- Sorry, before before you, before you go continue, <laughs> before before you continue, I I just have to say, this 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 format is very fun. Yeah, it's- because I've done some podcasts before. And like they send me the questions in advance, and like I can prepare for it, like it's a job interview, and like I know what's coming. You know, there's no saying?
2: structure, Chris. We just shoot from the hip. We make things up as we go.
1: Yeah, we, we're I'm chilling. Like, I'm liking this. I just, want, I just want to give you your, your flowers. Respect, like I'm I'm, respect, I'm, enjoying, yeah. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying this. Respect. So yeah, what, what were you going to s- say? Spice
2: on the flowers. Spice on the. Flowers.
0: We just yeah. want to <laughs> chat. Yeah, we just want to <laughs> chat, and that's what it is. Like we want to chat, and then we're name dropping, and you know, most of yeah. the listeners on the podcast themselves maybe aware of some of the people we talk about and, and bring up so forth for or sure. they discover that you know one of the surprising things for uh, Jonathan and I is someone would be like, "Oh, listen to your podcast, and we haven't met you know so it goes beyond just the friends that we know. Uh, so we realize it's bigger than us, similarly to, not as the same, but similarly to where you're saying the group and, you know, people are showing up that really look a certain way and they're like, oh. So it's uh, it's giving service to others, you know, and um, you've been doing that too in your space, um, even with just, you know, uh, Cycle Jordan, you know, that, uh, that's, a, that's a big one we wanted to highlight. Uh, but yeah, so one of the things that when you all ride by, you're going to at least hear the chant and they go bomb bomb (laughs) bomb
1: Yeah, and
0: that's just like i'll just be doing that for no reason and i'm not even writing (laughs) i swear to god i'm not even writing how's it go how's it go it just go bomb 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 that's it that's it it's simple as that it's like it's a hello it's a goodbye it's Anything you want it to be and it's always great. It lines. It's people's a celebration. Day, yes. Yeah. Yes. It's it's
1: a multifaceted since yes. and it's like mm-hmm. I don't know. honestly like even even that like you can't again, like it. I it I, just I, comes. No, I, I give a lot of credit to my boy Darky for like a lot of the stuff <laughs> that we've done, right? Because yeah, yeah. this is this is my guy and like he's like the pseudo vice president of Mandem CC. That's us up. You oh know? man. Like he he knows anything that's happening with Mandem, he knows i don't have a team like it's 99 percent me and then one percent darky unless that we're doing design or working on a project it might be five percent or ten percent darky but like majority like it's, it's me and the bomb 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 like yo, like we used to say that like just to say that yeah? so, somebody just got it yo yo I, I got the job bomb 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 <laughs> that's
2: like a reggae thing you're in a party
1: and a big song comes you're, you're in a party and a big song yeah. comes on bomb bomb, bomb 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 yeah you you, you, you react know, to right? it yes like, from, yeah, from so. the
0: name um a lot of the things but like people gravitate to that because regardless of where you're from who you, and, and and you speaking um you're being bilingual helps because mm-hmm. it shows that you would greet someone else in different language and then using the word the, the the phrase mandem is the gentleman you know kind of thing and people just get that it's a scarborough thing it's a
1: and i got a lot of slack for the name in the beginning whatever. Eh? Like, no I one got owns of, it no one owns it I'm no sh- no no not even not even from a use of not even from a usage standpoint like a trademark point but like from like a gender oh standpoint yeah, yeah you always have something you know i think and like i had to like Explain to people, like, it's not Mandem because it's a Mandem's cycling club. Like, it's because I'm one of the Mandem and my boys are the Mandem and we started it and, you know what I'm saying? But, like, it's it's from the Mandem, you know? It's like, you don't go to Five Guys Burgers and say, what about the women? Yeah.
0: I, I Yeah, it can be you such know? a <laughs> weird thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It can be such a weird thing because we, we use it back home and... No matter what gender, it's like it's just a group of people. It's gender it's a, fluid. Yeah, it's a group of people, you know, and um, yeah. So it, we didn't have to explain that too much, but I can imagine someone diving in and it's like, oh, the man. And it's like, no, man. It's like, oh, I got nothing. But listen, does that alone, the energy that comes from that is you can't put that on paper. It it, it is what it is. No. I'm here trying to like you know, put questions in JG and I are trying to like make the flow of the podcast. But I think just us having a conversation is way better than anything we could have done when it comes to, um, you know, a CBC, um, interview, you know what I mean? Uh, We just wanted to get to know, um, what you're all about and how you go about, um, picking off the successes and us bringing the podcast forward can inspire someone else. Who's even in a rut or want to join something? You know, get up and try it. And because cycling helps our running as well, so it goes oh, yeah. hand in hand. Um, we just may not know that there's a crew. So for so, for some people yeah. listening now, there's a crew.
1: <laughs> yeah, come outside, come outside. And honestly, I've even had people who ride with the more serious riding clubs. You know, they're averaging like 30 plus kilometers an hour and stuff like that. They'll come run ride with Mandem as like part of their cooldown just because you know so it's like yeah go perform go do laps at high park but then when you need to cool down and just do a little 20k just to kind of like give your muscles a break and kind of prepare for some rest then they'll come join me it's
2: more sociable it's more
0: sociable it's worth a vibe
1: exactly
2: so i want to ask you chris so we talked about jordan we talked about the different connections and everything that's been happening we talked about psycho is there any is there one thing that really surprised you about all this and maybe it's not just one thing, I'm sure it's a loaded question. It's probably a hundred things, but like, what's the one thing you think about, like even sitting, you know, on your couch today, you know, you probably any other day, just sitting there being like, wow, what did I just do? So like, what is, what is it about Mendem if you can like think about something that really surprised you?
1: A couple that come to mind right now. And I, I just shared a end of summer uh, reflective post on the club page today on Instagram. There's been a couple standouts. Um, one, the relationships that I've made with like other crews, like there's a crew of fixie guys that I'm super cool with now that come to our events. And then we have the Toronto bike life, BMX guys that do wheelies up and down queen street that are super cool with as well. Last year when we were just booming up and there was lots of demand for like merch and like, I just didn't feel comfortable making something and selling it. I felt like it was a weird time to like try to sell t-shirts for 40 bucks or whatever. So I didn't make anything. Um, I got some shirts from Lulu as a gift that I just gave away to people for free. So this year when we made the shirts, I'm, i remember I, back to Anok. Anook was like, Oh, you're making the shirts? I'm like, Yeah, we have three different designs. He's like, How many pieces are you making in total? And I was like, Oh, 150. And to me that felt like a lot. And he was like, That's it? Only 150. And I was like, I didn't know what to start. Like I, I don't I didn't have any like um no templates yeah. no reference, nothing, right? So the fact that my shit sold out was bonkers. And also, to be honest with you, the the fact that every week this summer, there's been at least one new person every week. That's a big one. So the growth is that that trickle effect is still there. So I got so much, you know, not hate, but you know, you see you you see stuff online. Disagreements, you know, you see People yeah. saying certain things, disagreements or opinions. It's just or watching
0: whatever. from afar, saying stuff. We yeah, we hear it all the time. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, so like there's a, a few people are, that are, that had the opinion that like Mandem was just like a COVID thing, you know, that like we weren't real cyclists or that. Maybe I just picked up the bike just because everybody else was. And then once things get back to normal, I'll go back to like doing something else or whatever. But the fact that I'm here still and we're still growing and like last year was a regular thing to have new people come because we had the crazy media run from like late July through August with... You know cp24 cbc news canadian cycling magazine bicycling magazine in the states i was on the scarborough mirror like there's so much stuff happening all like within a five-week window like every week i was sharing hey i'm in here or hey look at me here type of thing right so the fact that fast forward to now and i i haven't had the media push which is fine but there's people that are coming every week that are new that i didn't meet ever before Right, and are like, hey, I've been meaning I've, I've been seeing what you guys are doing. I've been meaning to come out, I just haven't had time. I, I just had to come, or I saw your article in the Star last year, and I've always wanted to check you out. And like, they're coming, you know. So every week there's been at least one or two new people, and like some of those new faces are legitimately regulars now. Like I, I, I see them like every week, you know. So that that's just just further affirmation that you know what we're doing is is it, working and that people and it's reaching people and it's giving them like whatever you know, uh, pillars that I said are the fabric of man, that I committed to. It's a testament that it, it's real and that people are, are gravitating towards it. When I have all those new faces continue to pop up.
0: Yeah, super dope. Yeah. I, I think just off the cuff, who hasn't showed up is cause they live in Vaughan or Markham or Mississauga and they just haven't, they <laughs> yeah. just haven't got their bike on the hitches yet to get there. And that's, I think For that's sure. what it is literally what it is that's the only barrier that are some people why they're not physically showing up and it'll never be a one trick pony but yeah so um what's next for mandem or what's next for chris i don't know bro like
1: last year like was such a movie it was such a you know random thing like week after week i was just kind of just going with the flow you know so this year i've kind of gotten to a place where when it comes to planning for the weekend I'm, i'm a bit better at reading the weather forecast i'm a bit better at Planning routes and where we're gonna ride and stuff like that. So that part got easy, but I was expecting this year to be like a kind of like our back to normal year.
0: Mm, Same, (laughs) right?
1: Where I can actually, I think a lot of people were, but I was thinking to, there's some events and stuff that I want to do that I I can't I can't I couldn't do at the time because of the restrictions. So I'm anticipating that next year will be our somewhat normal Toronto summer, and then I can do a lot of the events that I have like ideas for and. Bring them, yeah, gatherings. You know, like to bring bring those ideas to life. More stuff for the youth. So last year was something like I, with the Jordan ride that we did. I connected with a, an organization in Malton called GLE that donates bike to youth. So this year I wanted to make sure that we were doing more for the youth, or just you know, supplementing what we did last year and just kind of making it a bit more uh, rigorous. And I've been successful with that as well. But yeah, I think events is like the one thing that I would like to do when we're allowed to gather and it's not as much restrictions. And, um, I just want to ride more, maybe, um, change up the disciplines a little bit. Like I've been lucky enough that I've made some relationships where I've been able to go on gravel rides. I've been able to go mountain biking out of town and stuff like that. Um, and a few times I've been able to bring a few friends with me on some of those adventures. Um, so maybe be able to have official like mandem CC event where like, we're going to Berry and we're going to go mountain biking here at this facility and arrange some type of, arrange something where we can all go there and kind of have a day and stuff like that. More, uh, bro. Like, just I just want to keep it going to the point where the sauce doesn't get compromised, but at the same time, I want it to grow, right? Because I I have to remind myself, like, as much as I didn't think I'm supposed to be here, the fact that I'm here is is is, is proof that I'm supposed, supposed to be.
0: Yeah, just things just line you know up. What I'm
1: saying so, like, it, all that's happening is supposed to happen. There's some crews. Actually, one thing that I would like to do next year, within travel, um, standpoint, um, I've made friends with uh like uh, Justin Williams on Instagram.
0: Oh man. That's so dope.
1: Legion LA. Those guys are repping hard. Big drop. They're, uh, Big yeah. Drop. So those guys are, con- I'm connected with them on social media, him and his bros. So like, I would love to be able to something. either bring them here for a weekend or go over there, have them pop up, like take them to Jane and Finch or something. I don't know. But like, you know what I'm yes, saying? Like, yes. Dude, that's where my mind is at right now. You know, like yeah, that's so dope. Bring them here. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then there's some other cycling clubs. That popped up during the pandemic in the U.S. as well. There's one called Good Company based in New York. There's one called Streets Calling based in Chicago, but they have a D.C. chapter. They have a New Orleans. They have a Detroit chapter. And they all show me love, you know? So I would love to either have them come and join us for a weekend in Toronto or go over there to the States for a weekend with some of my friends. In the Gap. Yeah, just like to show that unity. Um, Those are the main things I have on the menu right now. Um, And then from a personal standpoint like I would love for my friends to go out of town, some bike trips, you know, maybe go to Calgary, ride to Banff, you know, go to, go to Vancouver, go to the Maritimes, even go to Newfoundland, just something different. Like my perception in terms of what I need now is is, is so crazy because I don't even care to go to Cuba and, and drink rum punch anymore. I'm, I'm more thinking like, yo, like let's go to Manitoulin Island, yeah. you know, like, like let's go to New Brunswick, let's go to Halifax for the weekend and ride out there and like go to Quebec, you know, like that, that's the kind of, like, Canada is big enough that we I haven't even tapped into like a, 10% of it so
0: oh that's so awesome
1: that's the stuff that I have like for myself and my friends for us to explore but um the club bro like the city's embraced it so much man like it still trips me out when I think about how much love we get like even like this past weekend we we're at a, we we're riding up uh Eglinton West and a car rode by I was like man Dad! yeah <laughs> yeah so <laughs> like, many was, people I like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like I was like who is who is that and they're like I don't know do you know that guy no I don't know him right they just but they just know what it is you know like there's a guy waiting for the bus, and he was like, "What club is this?" I was like, man, MCC. He's like, Are "You guys on Instagram?" I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Yeah," because I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna follow right yeah, now. Yeah,
0: no, it's like such a oh yeah. that's my word. It's just like seeing it. Yep, the people seeing it.
1: And if we were all wearing matchy matchy kits and and had that vibe, it wouldn't. You see that a lot already, but you don't see twenty random people. You know, a white girl, brown guy, Filipino guy, just like riding. different bikes, just riding. You don't. You don't see that. You know, so. Just want to maintain that. It
0: was an intimidated to not like say something because you're not in a uniform. Yeah. yeah, That's interesting how that yeah. works. But I, so up for everything that's coming up, I'm like super excited to see where it goes next. And, um, you know, Justin Williams is like the pinnacle right now. So I just, yeah. just even have yeah. access to uh, someone the like fact that, that. He
1: even follows me back on Instagram. Things, is like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, I
0: hate to compare, but these are Alliance Armstrong. Let's say that, like right now. Like, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, he but
1: is. But just to give I'm context. A, I'm a bit older than you. I'm a bit older than you. So he might be my um, Kurt Harnett.
2: Oh, my God. Dropping names.
1: Yeah, you know, like Kurt Harnett's my there, LinkedIn there,
0: friend, bro. So yeah, that, no, so that's so, like, But yeah, no, I, I, you even, know? you know, what they do and and the flavor they bring to it is similar to what you're doing here because they didn't just uh, do a bike club and, or a bike team, a cycling team, and then keep it typical or, you know, they just brought their own flavor. They show up in an Escalade playing hip-hop music and then win, <laughs> you know? And then I've seen you um, visit a few of the crits that's been happening in Mississauga there, like, what, Tuesdays mm-hmm. or something like that? yeah midweek yeah midweek and people here in hamilton is like yo do you go to that kind of stuff because they've been going but uh to see you access those spaces i love that because when now you're saying that you want to see the gravel riding we've been even in the running space being a proponent of more diversity outdoors just outdoors in general so so, running may not be running may not be your thing but You're making people realize how much value they have in what's in their backyard, you know, compared to, as they said, you go to the Cuba vacation, like that's what you're supposed to do because it's written on a a postcard. But really, no, like, have they ever been to Vancouver? It's beautiful, but that type of stuff. And um, we're happy to see that it's gonna come to fruition because. Jonathan and I already know that it's gonna happen. It's not like a a guesswork, but uh, on behalf of my co-host and I, he's gonna give you his thank you as well.
2: No, I mean, listen, I'm just vibing off of you too. I'm just listening. Chris, seriously, I mean, uh, this is the part of the episode where it's like, uh, you know, we've got to say goodbye, but oh man, it's also the part of the episode, Chris, where- Let's have
1: a three-way phone call. Let's just let's get on the phone. And then continue. <laughs> no, It's like, no, someone's going to go to bed. You know what I'm like, uh...
2: This is the part of the episode where we do thank you, Chris, because, you know, we started off this episode just like listening to your little journey and how- just oh my god, where you are now, and the sky's the limit for you, my friend. Like Toronto is on the map as far as community map. cycling goes. Map. Like there are countries out there that are gonna be like, What the hell the hell is Canada doing this? I want to learn from them and I wanna do something like this in any country in the world because you you do you do got the secret sauce just to bring up recipes again. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but what
2: you but what you've built is at a time where everyone needed something to hold on to, to like a community, something to, to like, to feel like there's something to look forward to, something like is right in the world and something is, is going to be okay. They saw Mandem come up and they said, okay, that's something I can get involved with. Right. I may not be into running. I may not be into something, but you know, when I was a kid, I used to ride a bike and you know, that, that brought me so much joy and, now it's at another level. Now it's like rolling around, you know, in the city of Toronto and, and everywhere else um, with, with a bunch of friends. And uh, and everything that's happening and the notoriety and everything is, is so well deserved because you built this massive community that is just full of so much love. And the things you're doing are amazing. And I know it's going to just get even bigger. And it's going to be a point where we're going to have to like speak to your publicist just to get you back in the <laughs> <I was> <laughs> No, like he's, he's, he's not doing press. He's not doing press. <laughs> wait, your podcast doesn't have a script? No, he can't talk to you.
1: Yeah, so right. I mean, that's what we want to so, see. So but for
2: the bottom of our hearts, I mean and a lot of people first are gonna see this in the title be like, Man, them cycling club, but aren't you running podcasts or community podcast And we're just so happy of what you're doing in the community and I can't wait to get my bike out and, and ride with you. And um, yeah. now that the marathon training is almost done, uh, I'm gonna get out and ride with you all and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So thank Thank you thank, you. thank you. Thank yep, you. Thank you for joining Appreciate us.
1: No, anytime. And yo, if you guys have any of your listeners that are runners and are detractors from any non-running material, you can let them know that I wouldn't be where I am if the running community didn't show me love. So that's the segue for the haters.
0: <laughs> yeah, love no it. haters. love no, real. Thanks again, Chris.
1: Nah, thank you. Appreciate you guys.
0: And with that being said, this is the longest ride podcast. Peace. Peace.
1: Peace. Bam, bam, bam. bam.